Hello and welcome to the spiritual travels of a firewolf. This is Christy. Welcome. So I'm here. I'm in LA. I'm doing it. I'm making it work. And the ups and downs of the city. I had a I had a I had a couple of chats with some some cool people about the ups and downs of this of this city in in relation to just slumming it as a comic um and you know I've been in and out of LA since 2018 and my journey through LA has been these hills and valleys and everybody's journey in comedy and in, in LA is different and mine has been sort of this when I get to LA something goes down unexplainable things and it was cool to have a conversation with some comics yesterday about their experiences because it's like these things that you LA is different like I've lived in New York and I've had New York minutes New York moments they are very real they are out of time and space and you'll just be in a random place and see somebody you haven't seen in years and they just happen to be visiting the city you just happen to like decide to go a different way that day But L.A., I would call it L.A. seasons because L.A. seasons to me move within a 24-hour period. And yet at the same time, it's like this also super slow movement. I think I attribute that to the fact that in my humble observations, L.A. is the city of the mother. It's the city of the queen And I really do feel like L.A., Los Angeles, you know, it was originally the city of the angels. um, But further back in the history was the city of the queen of the angels. So I do feel the symbolism of, you know, Mother Mary or for those who practice Santeria or things like that. You know, you're this is a city dedicated to the mother that got sort of sort of. infiltrated by an industry that depleted what the mother is so wanted anything to do less with what a mother is so you know this is a very spiritual time of the year um there's also the migration of the monarch butterflies i've seen some around um i've been in la for halloween dia de los muertos so many times um, just to be, you know, not, not intentionally, just on accident or just by living here. And the energy does change and it is the time of the mother. But, you know, I think about Hecate and I think about Persephone and I think about all of the underworld sort of goddesses, but really these are not underworld goddesses. It's just that these are goddesses who have been kind of also made to be a for things that I was, cause I you know, goddesses that have been feared, right? They're looked at as, as fear-based, uh, you know, the unknown, the, the, the dark pause, um, the spiritual pause. And I was looking at my cards of destiny for the upcoming 52 days. Um, you can do that online. You can just look up cards of destiny and you can calculate your 52-day cycles And I was like, oh no, I'm heading into a travel cycle and I'm just, just trying to get my feet grounded again. 
And I was like, you know what? Embrace it. Embrace the change. And I think that that's what today's episode is about. Is like, look, I, my life, I'm sure everybody listening, our lives have been a whirlwind. We didn't know that the pandemic was going to hit us when it did. And I'm sure everybody had plans. And you, Mars is going to be retrograde. And we have no choice on that. And it's going to be retrograde in the exact same sort of position that Venus was retrograde. And I'm going to, I'm going to shout this until I have to shout it. And I'm also going to announce that I'll be starting another section of a podcast. But because this podcast has been so, you know, I, I really just flow with the tides with this, with this podcast. It, it has not been linear in any way, shape or form. I want to practice having a more linear podcast, but it's going to be on my other network. Um, and I'm going to practice teaching astrology again. I think my confidence got sort of shook um, in 2020 between a lot of different things that were going down in my life and 2021 kind of solidified that. Um, I was... I listen to a lot of podcasts and as of late I've kind of switched over to a lot of podcasts that are more mothers spiritual mother related podcasts so um especially for women my age that are mothers you know I've had to put a lot of family everything on the back burner pursuing stand-up and I've kind of missed an education based on being around a lot of mothers being around a lot of women um because comedy at you know over the years I've been predominantly in rooms with with bros and so I'm kind of like trying to teach myself like how do I I don't even know like how to to approach this logically you know so I'm trying to educate myself on like every facet of like manifestation and being a spiritual mother and um you know being somebody that I can be proud of and I was thinking the other day because I'm still driving Uber Eats I'm still going to to all these you know open mics and um sitting in the back of comedy clubs and excuse me, my, it's, it's the morning time. My, my phlegm is phlegming. And so I don't really, I was thinking the other day, can I be proud of myself? And, and I just decided in the moment, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be proud of myself. I might not be where I would prefer to be, um, but I'm not going to stop. It might take me longer and I might have, you know, we've endured a lot of change as humanity. The great conjunctions were meant to wake us up. And I was thinking about last year around this time, I was in Austin, Texas. I was staying in a university of, or yeah, UT dorm, all male dorm in my friend's apartment. They allow like outsiders to, to, to sublet apartments so I was staying in his 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 room 
and there are flying cockroaches in Texas and there are some here and there are some in New York I had I had one hit me in the hand walking up off of the one train one day it just fluttered into my hand and I was like are you it was just one of those moments where it was just like what's up girl it was it was like a bird it was a small it was a small bird flew into my hand but it was a bug and so I was in Texas and I was in my friend's room and I didn't have my glasses on and he had look where comics like I have slept in any type of situation whether it's a yoga mat on the floor to like a fancy ass bed in a sublet or a dog sit to you know mattresses on the floor and um right now you know I'm on a couch I'm chilling but I was I didn't have my glasses on I was on my belly and I was on my phone and I was about to order Grubhub, I think, at the time. Um, probably pho. That's my probably my go-to Grubhub order is pho. And uh, I looked up, and I just see out of the corner of my eye just this moving thing. I thought it was a mouse, to be quite honest. And it was a flying cockroach, and it was just creeping along the floor in front of me and I had I kept my room pretty clean I lived with all guys it wasn't the cleanest place for but it was clean except for this one roommate who had two cats and kept them in his room but he was like just I don't know how he created bags and bags of trash on the daily but he did um and never clean dishes uh to the point that I just kept like my own dishes and washed them on my own kept them in the room because I just didn't want to deal with these boys leaving dirty dishes in the sink but when I look up and I see this giant roach and I've had many experiences with cockroaches to the point that you know, I've spoken about cockroaches before on this podcast, but I heard something today and it reminded me of the story and it reminded me of Halloween and like this time of year and the symbolism of, of, of a cockroach. Uh, look, I'm not a fan of roaches. I've never been a fan of roaches. I have a social contract, spiritual contract with cockroaches in that, look, I understand y'all are around um, but if I see it in my sink, uh, we're taking care of it. So when I lived in Texas, I was on the bottom floor of an apartment building and they would just come up through the sink and I would live catch them and live release them. It was just a contract I had, but if I saw more than one, I knew it was a problem and I would have to get the exterminator to come in. And that was just my social contract. I didn't keep any food out of the fridge at all. And this is something I learned when I lived in Harlem. Like, I just, everything was in a plastic container. Even I put, like, it's just the way it goes. And it's just my OCD. 
But I was thinking about OCD and change and how I feel like cockroaches, water bugs, are these spiritual lessons. When we have them come into our life, I always look up the spiritual meaning of an animal and their lesson for us. And for me, you know, my lesson is I can't control everything. I can't control change. I can't control these things. And with this cockroach that was in Texas, it was so big. It was the size. I don't even, it was, it was huge. Think about something terrifying and think about the fact that, you know, I didn't have my glasses on. I couldn't fully see it. Then I've, I think I found my glasses and then the motherfucker just start, it was like, it had an intention. It knew it had like a, and I do think we get these spiritual connections with animals where they really do have a message for us. Most likely it was a grandparent of mine, probably my grandfather, um, coming in to fuck with me. So it just, it made its way, like it knew my path. Like it, it walked all up in on the pillow, which is like the worst nightmare scenario. This giant thing just makes it way to your pillow where you keep your nice clean pillow where you just keep your face at night where your biggest fear I think everybody's biggest fear at night is if something is fucking with up right like the bug swallowing thing is real so I was like oh my god um and then I just watched this motherfucker fly it's it begins to lift off like a helicopter like a big bobblehead helicopter because they're kind of awkward they're not great flyers and then it just sees itself in the mirror because it was like this closet mirror right next to this mattress on the floor and it just starts bumping into the mirror back and forth back and forth back and forth and like trying to figure out where to go because I think it's the they're also offensive too so I'm sure it didn't think you know it's me it thinks that's another thing it's another one of them and it just boom boom like such a big roach it's hitting it's hitting this mirror back and forth and then it goes on the whole bed just in fear and runs across the entire bedding so um hence I washed the bedding but I remember I was thinking this morning about this roach and I took a broom and at first I went to sweep it up and then I remembered my time at the lab in the black building in Columbia when I was in Washington Heights and these giant water bugs would just surround my lab every day. So if you think science, I mean, scientists, scientists, I have so much to say about the science industry, but the people doing science in labs, unless you're in a funded lab or you're in this big fucking funded lab, you're getting, it's just like any other thing. Like I got a corner lab and all the bugs just accumulated there. Like, hey, all the pipes are here for the hospital. What's up? What up, bitch? So, what am I trying to say? I don't know if this is a point about the offensive. But I watched this bug and I remembered my time, my experiences at Columbia with these fucking roaches, these cockroaches, these water bugs. And I just dragged the broom on the ground and like, it was like, it was like hurting 
herding cattle. It just followed me. And it was this moment of realizing that, you know, I was screaming. I think the scream, I was, I was squealing, like squeals were coming out, but the dirty roommate was the only one who was there. And he wasn't enough of a man to come out and help me. And so, like, he was so, like, to the point that, like, the cockroaches, like, started coming out of their sink. Because, anyway, so. This thing is following, this, this cockroach, this animal is following me to the door. To the point that, like, I was just able to go from the room to the door. And it followed me all the way out. And, of course, I washed the sheets and everything. I think that we get sent these signs of change. We're in fall now. We get a season of change. And it's, like, up to us to be ready for the change. Ready for the chaos that that comes with change. And the fact that we can't control our hearts or our minds or anything like that. Like I am generally somebody who has a plan in my head and then the universe is like, oh, you thought that you had a plan, but we're going to shake that shit up. And so I'm a huge proponent of manifestation, but for me as like a student of all of life, I love manifesting, but I can't teach people how to manifest because It's also letting go and allowing that sort of agent of chaos, usually Uranus, to come through and be like, yeah, but you know what? Let's also look at this too. So I'm here in LA and I've come out here with a plan and goals so many times where I'm like, this is going to happen. I'm going to do it this way, this way, and this way. And literally... Every day, I think about, like, kind of my lesson in Austin, Texas, is I went in with no plan and allowed, and I'm here with basically a backbone. I have to make money, so I know I have to do my work. I have to sleep somewhere. I'm not sleeping in my car here. It's not an option here right now for me. Maybe for other people, great, kudos to you. Um, Not at this time. Um, So I have to make that work. And at this particular time, letting the plan kind of be open to magic. I think that cockroaches are magical animals. I think they're very feared Um, because they're represented by dirt, you know, filth, um, but really they're indicators, but they also break down the environment. You know, they, they also break down the gunk. And if I thought about it, you know, in the moment I was ordering Uber Eats, um, food is my, um, drug in a lot of ways. And I think about that a lot. Like, I think about the fact that maybe this animal is letting me know certain things about you need to change your life in this specific way. And by the way, I feel like my experience in Austin, Texas was magical. It was an example of rising from the ashes. It was an example of 
you know, hate that I had received and still continue to receive online that, uh, there are certain things in my life that I may never step away from. I've been called a cheater, which isn't true. Um, unfortunately, it's going to be a cross that we all have crosses we have to bear. Um, cheater when it comes to like a show. Um, and this the sad part is like you live your life with like I'm one of those people that loves to be in control. So you live your life like, I want to be a good person. You know, I try my best to be the best person I can be, you know, to follow every rule, to do all these things, and then shake shit up and then get labeled as another thing. And this week I had to experience that cross very briefly. But my reaction to that cross was a little bit different. It was a little bit like, yeah, this cross is here. This cross is like here for probably as long as it as it will be here but how do I view this cross now how do I experience this cross uh and also say go fuck yourself you know I've had a couple go fuck yourself moments in this city so far um and it's and I try to I try to be humble I try to remain strong um it's tough when people label other people and I try so hard not to label people and if I find myself labeling people I really have to assess that situation too and say you know this is a lesson that I think is very human but it's tough when labels are thrown around in a way when people don't even fucking know you um and you want to be like, no, I need to explain myself. Well, this is me. I guess this, this podcast is for is like, um, my intentions are to be the best comic I can be. Um, my intentions are be, to be the hardest worker I can be. I might not be able, like, I know people that can start their day at six o'clock in the morning and go till three o'clock in the morning and then get up at 5:30 with 2 hours of sleep and just you know make it work but I have to also account for burnout. I also have to account for um my place right now in comedy. I have to account for what I can do better. Social media has always been a thing for me. It's not natural for me. Um and I I I'll continue, you know I I feel like that if anything I'm I do miss being so connected to farms and being in nature. And I was going to do a 30 days of nature part of this podcast because I thought it was so important but I don't I don't know I'm still in the I don't know factor here. Um Okay, I think I've spoken long enough. I think I've gone on little rambles a little too much. I came and organized. That was my goal. Do this podcast more organized, and then I went unorganized. But hopefully throughout this whole thing, there's some sort of takeaway. Um, <sighs> I'm just glad to be in L.A. right now. 
the vibe, the energy is really good. It feels, it feels like the, the city is waking up from a deep slumber. Um, yes, there are a lot of people suffering and it sucks and we've gone through a lot. I mean, it also sucks like, cause I wish I knew the purpose of suffering and maybe sometimes I think like this earth that we're on we were given this mother to live on and experience this this wound this immor- this this mortal wound but yet we have this mother to guide us through um my friend Jake Bassey did a show at Good Night Bar which is this little cute little dive bar in North Hollywood on Sunday and he does the show every month and it benefits a different cause and I went in just to support and um, helped a little bit with sound which was so fun and it was like a cool experience just working with music like it was really cool I was like oh this is so awesome and he had pre-picked like every song for every comedian it was just like such a beautifully ran produced show and he said you know he does the show every month to benefit a different cause and this particular one was for trees and maybe I'll have him on here to explain why he chose trees but it made I don't know it gave me like hope and comedy again it gave me like this like oh yeah this is why we we tell jokes Um, And it's not just because of the trees, but it was, like, the community that all came together, that all, like, worked. I don't know, the room was just harmonious and beautiful and just was something that was like, oh, yeah, this is why we do stand-up. This is why we tell jokes. And my stomach is the growliest of growly stomachs today. So I'm going to leave it in the podcast. Um, I was like, I'm going to podcast before I eat breakfast. Um, Yeah. My heart is in comedy. It took me a while. I had to go to Texas to kind of find out why I kept writing I took a long pause from stand-up last year, but I was never really out of the game. I was just trying to figure out who the fuck I was, and I I couldn't do that here in L.A. I couldn't. It was not a place for me to take a long pause because you're in the town where all of the industry is, all of it, still, And to be around that and then feel that guilt. Um, Austin's a little bit more segmented, even though there's a lot of comics down there. There's really just a small downtown um, bubble. And then there's comedy all around the city. And then there's like pockets of places. But it's not the same as LA. It's not, you can go be, you can go to Texas and feel 
a little bit more disconnected still, even in the the huge bubble that Austin has become for stand-up. You can still kind of have that balance. It was it, it was an interesting experience. It was really nice. I'd say the best thing for me in Texas was to be able to go to a horseback riding lesson, get off, change my clothes, put some deodorant on, throw my hair in a ponytail and get on a stage. That was that was something that I was like if I can have that as a consistent part of my life where I just get on a horse, have some horsey time and then go tell my jokes. Um that would be the best that would be the best therapy of my life. Um I I don't know. How do you guys feel about this podcast? Um, look, this is my live journal. I'm just going to talk things through on here for those who have stuck around. Like I'm going to say it every time. Thank you for listening to this because this is just me figuring it out. Um, I am going to be with that. I am going to be starting a podcast that has nothing to do with my thoughts. (laughs) That has nothing to do with all these weird thoughts that I have. Um, it's 100% information based, Um, I will be starting my podcast with the Mars retrograde, which is, I've been mulling over this for the last few weeks and, um, I'm just like, should I have a podcast that really starts under this giant retrograde? Things are going to get weird. Things are, but you know what, what more, what the better to have than actually to be able to really test my knowledge of astrology. So every Monday, every Monday, starting on dun, 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 Halloween, I felt like it was a good, I felt like it was Halloween's on a mo- on a moon day. Um, I'm going to be having a podcast on a different network, formerly Solar Plexus and Chill Network, or Solar Plexus and Chill Podcast. I'm um, solar plexus and chill, uh, is now trust your glitter and it is 100% going to be astrology based, uh, horoscope based, transit based. It's just me talking astrology and eventually I'll bring people on to talk about their astrology and do some readings. Um, I think I've gotten my confidence back a lot more over the years where I feel confident to do this again. Um, I had to take many steps back and reassess who and what the fuck I am. Um, I'm not a traditional astrologer by any means, but I've studied astrology for many years and I do intuitive readings, but I do follow the transits and I'm always looking at astrology charts every single day. Um, so I still have that muscle. I've just kind of put it under, I've, it's been it was planted into a field. It's, it was dormant in a field for a while and now she's, she's blooming again. So that podcast, Trust Your Glitter, will be out every Monday. So please, uh, look on your networks. I'm going to, I'm going to have everything here. Just look at the links. I'll be linking that out. Um, astrology questions are absolutely welcome on that podcast and that will be, I do everything experimentation because I flow with the seasons. I'm not, uh, and I flow with my intuition. 
So I'm going to start that with the retrograde in Mars and see how that goes. But that will be every Monday. And from there, I'll still be over here talking out things. I get a lot of material out of this, even though it's not funny right here. I do get a lot of stories out of this. So this is kind of an open mic for me. And I promise the other podcasts will not be as disjointed and as uh, uh, bouncy as this one. Because I kind of go into this one just with a thought and then I talk. So thank you for listening to the Spiritual Travels of a Firewolf. I'm Christy. You can find me on social media. I'm at Trust Your Glitter on Instagram. And I'm also on Twitter, Christy Belich. I will be on the road. I'll announce those. I'll put out those uh, show dates very soon. Um, as I look, everything's a confidence route. And after you have, <laughs> after you go on the road full, for a full three months, um, I just want to make sure all of my dates are in order before I announce them. So I... Yeah. I'll I'll still be around LA. If you're in the LA area, let me know. I will I will be out there and I'll be doing the stand up. So take care, much love.